following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness.
emptied their pockets on the plains of Kildare. Deadly stuff. A little horsey track there. Yes, yes. Because the uh, Keolog is cracked. Did you have any trouble finding the place, Kenny? Uh, I had to put it on the GPS this morning. Haven't been here in ages. <laughs> good to be back, though. Great to have you back. Great to see you again. Yeah, I know. Yourself and Jay looking so well here yeah, in the studio. Yeah, what did you do with the place? Did you put a bit of paint uh, in it or something? Paint on it, Looks yeah. a wee bit different. I did. Put a few GA pictures around the room. Ah, good, yeah. <laughs> Deadly stuff. Hey, speaking of GA, what about this fierce controversy in Leash? Ah, is it huh? really that controversial? Oh, Playing the dubs in Nolan Park, is yeah, that what you're talking the about? The Leash boys are up in arms about it. Yeah, sure, they love Very it. disappointed. Willing you to know. give up, what, 40000 in rent or something like ah, that? Ah, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You have loads of money down there. Buckets of it, yeah. Oh, my Don't God. Don't know what to do with it all down there. Terrible. So Great what do you think will come out of that? Anything? Uh, no, I don't think anything no? will come out of it. They just have to put up with it. They put it. There'll be a bit of noise about it, and the game will go ahead. I, I love the way they're talking about the... Um, you know, the second round against the dubs. Yeah, I, I like that confidence. Play Wicklow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know, I know. That's yeah, what I could get This is Leash we're either. talking about. Anyway, very good, very good. Well, listen, I suppose, um, you know, first first of all, I, I know that you and I like to have a little bit of fun in the beginning of yeah. every show, but um, we uh, we certainly um, we certainly, certainly should mention some of the events that happened oh, in Paris shocking. yesterday. And yeah. And, s- and certainly offer up on behalf of the, the Canadian Irish community as well our condolences to everybody affected by those cowardly acts of terrorism no that took doubt. place in Paris. Um, absolutely shocking to see it all unfold. I haven't followed it too much this morning, but um, I'm not sure what the death toll oh, is. Right now, no. about 127, they're saying, and one well, Irish person was injured in it. Uh, uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, and... Uh, I was listening in on the radio there. Aer Lingus and Ryanair have offered people, if they were flying to Paris today, to um, give them their refunds yeah, yeah. or uh, change their dates. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's shocking to think that we have to share the planet with uh, idi- sure idiots like this that uh, could just destroy people. Imagine just going out, whether it's yeah. to a game or to a concert or just sitting there having a glass of wine somewhere yeah. and suddenly finding yeah, no, that kind is, of chaos. And yeah, it, it is hard to Unfortunately, in, in things like this, it could happen anywhere, right? It could, and, uh, yeah. There's no bloody well stopping it because you don't know where it's coming yeah. from. And it's not, in the true sense, a war at all. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah. it's really, really bad. Brutal and stuff. And you just together. wonder, perhaps, is this the event that really, you know, unites the world against this and, and, yeah, maybe, and yeah. really works harder to eradicate it um, if, if it is something that can be even eradicated? But... Uh, yeah, this is uh, was just very shocking to see it all unfold, and, and just very surreal too. Watching mm-hmm. the watching the soccer game, and then you hear you hear the bomb. The bang, off. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, and the players uh, on the pitch, yeah, the way they kind of stop. Quite, not um, quite a, a stunning uh, series of events, and uh, we'll watch how that all unfolds. But 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 certainly, uh, our hearts go out to the. Uh, French people, people of Paris yeah. and France, yeah, yeah, absolutely, no doubt. It has impacted a lot of things, including uh, Ulster's game uh, in uh, in France yeah. today. Five uh, rugby uh, championship champions cup games have been cancelled in yeah. uh, in France, and I saw Ronan Lagara comment uh, today saying that they're all doing well in uh, Racine Metro because that's the Parisian club there, of course. So 
but everybody is uh, associated with those teams are fine. So anyway, really, really uh, an awful tough thing. series yeah. of events. So yeah. we won't uh, dwell on it too much. We'll try to cheer up the uh, cheer up the folks that are uh, huddled around the radio here. Yeah. And so. Um, there you go. I was uh, I just played that little racy track there because uh, just a comment on my little trip down under there. Okay, uh, yeah, do Melbourne talk. Cup is uh, an amazing. I don't know if it gets too much coverage here, but it did in Ireland. There was a few Irish horses running in it. In fact, uh, uh, one of them came in second, uh, an Irish trained horse, yeah. and uh, the Prince of Penzance won this thing. And did you follow it at all? Did you I catch did any of this? No, no. Michelle Payne, yeah. first female to win this thing, but really? Melbourne shuts down. Really, for right, that. it's a holiday on a Tuesday. Oh. Holiday, like no one. Everyone gets dressed up in their hats and uh, the ladies in their and fancy what is it, dresses. What day is it? Is it Melbourne Day or something? Uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Oh, is it? So yeah. it literally. And is everything it? when that oh. race comes on, uh, there's a whole series, right, of races. Okay. But that race comes on around three o'clock their time in the afternoon, <laughs> and everyone shuts down. So it's not a national holiday. Yeah. But in places like Sydney, offices will just stop for that half oh hour. And this was huge. She was a hundred to one, hundred and one to one yeah. winner. Wow. And uh, picked on a horse that w- basically shouldn't have won, but yeah. but she rode this thing to the winner, and and her speech was fantastic. Then Excellent. at the end, wow. she's like one of ten children. Eight of them were jockeys. My God, yeah, and the, and her brother, uh, her brother uh, is involved in the horse as well. So uh, anyway, pretty uh, pretty incredible. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so good to be back. Yeah, met no, a, happy, met a whole bunch back. of people now down there. Someone from Port Leash, as you know, that was oh on yeah, the that show. That was incredible. And uh, yeah, and yeah. then on my last night there, I was uh, out for dinner with uh, some executives from the company that were doing business calls down there, and uh, we decided, you know, as you do, we'll <laughs> go for one more. And we went into this little place, and um, we sat down to have uh, to have one more. And uh, there was uh, a, f- a few ladies hanging around, and there was anyway, there was three that were sitting uh, kind of close to us, but they were pouring ishka. And we were water. like, "Come on, you can't be having okay. water, girls." And this this Australian girl says, "Whereabouts in Ireland are you from?" And I said, "I'm from a wee place called Sligo." When around spins this young lady, Glenda Harkin from Sligo. <laughs> now, what are the chances? Um, what are the chances of that? So there you go. Glenda Harkin from Cartran View. And her mammy now lives out in Carrow. That is incredible. Isn't that something? Wow. I never meet people from Sligo. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they, were, uh, they were there enjoying themselves. Courtney and her pal her, was one of her pals. And her husband is a Liverpool fan, so he can't be too bad, can he? <laughs> and her other pal, Gaylene. So a big shout out to them. They'll be listening. Three more listeners in Australia. In Australia. Huh? Good man. Deadly savage recruiting. Oh yeah. So and Glenda said I have to now cheer for Collingwood a uh, Australian rules football team because oh. they're they're black and white. They're my team anyway. Are they? They're the lads I like. Yeah. Go away. The Magpies. Yes. Yes. Oh my a, goodness. Yeah. And I was growing up. They were, those are the lads I used to follow. Go away. Uh, or yeah, that. Yeah. An Irish fellow went over to play with them many years ago. And no, I can't forget it. Forget what his name was now. But yeah. He was the lad I followed. Oh, isn't that good now? Yeah. So there you go. I'm a Collingwood fan already. Collingwood yeah. fan already, and now I'm going to become one. Oh, you're the one. The black and white of Sligo. The only difference is they've won 10 premierships. <laughs> Sligo right. hasn't won that many. So yeah, they stayed up, though. They yeah. stayed up. Yeah, very and, good. Uh, we think, we're not sure, but we think that Ireland drew with Bosnia yesterday. Yeah, so it was a bit, a bit foggy. foggy. <laughs> or were we foggy? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, no. huh? uh, certainly. Yeah, there, isn't a qu- there isn't a good quality photograph to be seen today about the <laughs> no, <laughs> during the game. No, only the close-ups no of Brady celebrate. But uh, no, a great result for Ireland. The away goal, which counts for two, which is great. And uh, we'll see if they can uh, cross the f- take it across the finish line now on Monday. Yeah. It'll be great now. It'll be exciting. Be all right. Yeah. we get to the Euros. Oh, yeah. yeah. Disappointment, actually, for the under-21s yesterday, 
who were playing in Lithuania, who were at the bottom of the bloody table, and Ireland lost 3-1 to them. So they didn't uh, get that result now. They had started the campaign really well. It's the Euros for the under-21s, and they'd started the campaign very well, three on the trot, and now they've lost two in a row. And to lose to Lithuania in Lithuania was... Uh, was uh, not not a good result. So now they're uh, a point outside the playoff berth at this stage. So very good. There you go. Um, anyway, Cormac Monaghan was on last week, yeah. and he was talking about some uh, the history behind. Um, his yeah, it was uh, good. Uh, I listened Crockwell. in. Yeah, and uh, anyway, Crockwell and Sarsfields uh, played to a draw, twelve points each. And, uh, oh, so they'll go at it again. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll give you some of the other um, some of the other results maybe later on in the show. Um, Baskell um, or uh, Ballyboden are into the Leinster semi-finals, and so too are Portleash. After Portleash defeated Sarsfields from from Kildare two five to ten points. So um, anyway, lads from Leash, mar- Leash marching on. Fair play. There and you go. Uh, I see that Northern Ireland actually won yesterday in the first friendly win in seven years. They beat Latvia one nothing. So uh, oh, well was that right, boys? Yeah, yeah. Good man. Good stuff, huh? And uh, Graham McDowell is leading. Yeah. Uh, he had it's a one shot lead or yeah, sizzling Mexico. 63 yesterday. Yeah. There Mexico. was a big field out there now. There's a yeah. good, very strong field. So, anyway, it's a, things are looking on the up and up here now. In the Lowry's old, not doing so good in uh, the BMW. Oh, he's won over. He's hung over after those pints that he had in Cardiff with us. Oh, my Lord. I should post some of them pictures. Yeah. Huh? Absolutely. He yeah. was singing like crazy <laughs> oh, down that alleyway. And McGinley is two under, so fair play to him. Yes, and I see Paul Dunn is uh, headed to the European uh, school, uh, qualifying school. So uh, yeah. good luck to him in that. He's six days a mad golf there. So yeah, very good. Good luck to him on on that stuff. Uh, Carlo is in the news, by the way. Oh, speaking of, uh, we were we were chart, charting about uh, a bit of a bit of football there, soccer football. Uh, George Bernard Shaw Theatre in Carlo is going to show. A long-lost George Best art film. Oh. The 10th anniversary of his death is coming up. Do you know oh. that? Yep. So uh, they're going to show it. Longer than that. Imagine, that. Yeah, yeah. It's only 10 years. But yeah. uh, there you go. So uh, there's Carlo in the news. You never, yeah. you never oh, know about good. what's going to happen in Carlo, do you? No, no, no. you don't. Anyway, well, a predictable county. <laughs> for sure. We'll play a wee bit of music. Uh, these uh, two fellas, uh, Byrne and Kelly, are uh, from Celtic Thunder. Uh, fame and uh, this is an Irish twist on an Australian song The Land Down Under Travelling in a light old comedy A heavy trail had fallen zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous she took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? Woo! Come on! The women know in thunder Can't you hear, can't you hear them thunder? You better run, you better take cover Six with four and full of muscles He said, do you speak of my language? He just smiled, give me a Vegemite sandwich And he said, do you come from a London under? Women blow in 
Slack jaw not much to say I said to the man here trying to tempt me Because I come from the land of plenty And he said, oh, I come from a land of Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, it's time to get the news from Ireland from Desmond Avoy, coming to us live today from Badger Bay in Newfoundland. <laughs> Every week it's, uh, it's a wonderful to hear where you guys are going to send me. Thank you very much for that, uh, folks. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Avoy here with the news from Ireland for this week, coming to you from Perth, Ontario, and the Build a Mountain of Food weekend to raise donations for local food banks in Lanark County. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning is late-breaking news, with the Irish Embassy in Paris, France, providing consular assistance to an Irish citizen who was injured in last night's coordinated terrorist attacks. All Irish citizens in Paris are being advised to exercise caution and stay indoors. Irish rock, rock group U2 has cancelled a concert scheduled for tonight in Paris. The band has says it will schedule the concert at a more appropriate date. Tishik and Kenny called last night, quote, the blackest of black days for Paris. 
The death toll currently stands at 128 with 200 injured, 99 of those seriously. The Islamic State has claimed responsibility for the attack. This morning, Irish people marched through downtown Dublin, ending at Leinster House, singing the French national anthem La Marseillaise in the show of solidarity. Meanwhile, the Doyle will hold a minute of silence on Tuesday to remember the victims. In other news this morning, former Cabinet Minister Pat Carey announced on Thursday that he had resigned as Fianna Fáil's Director of Elections and as a party member following what he called, quote, unfounded speculation in the media. Kerry released a statement through his lawyers to RTE News saying that he did not know if recent allegations of abuse in the media about a former government minister were related to him, but the statement read that he, quote, absolutely and unconditionally denies any impropriety in this matter or in his 30 years' experience as a teacher, as a community worker, and in his public life. The Herald broke the story on Thursday afternoon that allegations of sexual, child sexual abuse involving a former government minister were being investigated by Gardaí. The paper reported that a number of alleged victims had come forward and were interviewed by the Garda National Protection Services Bureau. The Herald also reported that the alleged abuse that the alleged abused were said to have abuse was said to have happened at a location in Dublin and at another location in the Midlands over a number of years in the 1990s. The alleged victims were all from Dublin, and a number of the alleged victims had come forward at different times over the past few months. Kerry said that he had first learned of these matters on the front on the newspaper's front page. He said that while he is entitled to his good name in order to allow the good work of the organizations he is involved with to continue without controversy, he had to step aside. Kerry was the TD for Dublin Northwest from 1997 to 2011, serving as a cabinet minister. He is currently the chair of the Irish Red Cross. A British soldier was arrested this week in connection with the Bloody Sunday killings. The man was arrested on Tuesday morning in County Antrim and released on bail on Thursday following questioning in Belfast by members of the Police Service of Northern Ireland. Thirteen people were killed when members of the British Army's Parachute Regiment opened fire on the Civil Rights March through Derry City in January of 1972. A 14th victim died later. A judicial report led by Lord Saville in 2010 found that the British fired first without warning and that all of the victims were unarmed. Some were even running away from the soldiers, and some were coming to the aid of the injured. The soldier is now a 66-year-old pensioner, so he would have been only 23 at the time of the killings. He was questioned over the deaths of William Nash, Michael McDade, and John Young. The soldier was one of two to appear before the Savile Inquiry, and was referred to as Soldier J. The arrest was made by the PSNI's Legacy Investigation Branch, The specialist team was set up to reinvestigate unsolved murder cases from the late 1960s to 2004. The new branch replaced the historical inquiries team, which was criticized for treating state killings with, quote, less rigor than others. The branch began work this past January, taking over the Bloody Sunday investigation. Well, today in Irish history, on this date in 1973, eight Irish Republican Army members are convicted of the Old Bailey bombings in March 1973, which killed one person and injured more than 100. On the same day in 1981, the IRA murders Unionist MP Reverend Robert Bradford. On November 11, 1925, Dublin board playwright George Bernard Shaw wins the Nobel Prize for Literature. On November 10, 1730, poet, physician, and novelist Oliver Goldsmith is born in County Longford. His most famous poem was The Deserted Village, while his most famous novel was The Vicar of Wakefield. November 8th was a particularly busy day in Irish history, starting in 1847 with the birth of Dracula author Bram Stoker in Dublin. 
1969, Irish peacekeeping troops died during the Niemba ambush in the Congo. They were part of the Irish Army's first overseas mission since attaining independence, part of the 33rd Battalion. A total of 26 Irish troops would die during that mission, but it would be the worst single day of casualties for the Irish Army during all of Ireland's United Nations missions. And another shocking example of man's inhumanity to man, another massacre closer to home with an IRA bombing in 1987, which kills 11 in Enniskillen, County Fermanagh, when a bomb explodes without warning at the town's cenotaph during Remembrance Day ceremonies. A 12th victim, Ronnie Hull, died in 2000 after being in a coma for 13 years. But we'll end this segment on a happier note because on that day in 1990, the Labour Party's Mary Robinson is elected as Ireland's first female president. She served in office until 1997. And finally from us this good week, good news for you and your vegan friends. Vegans can now enjoy a pint of Guinness, but you'll be surprised why they haven't been able to enjoy our national brew until now. According to the Irish Daily Star, the brewers at St. James's Gate have changed their famous recipe, used for some 256 years, to make the drink acceptable to vegans by ditching fish bladders. More professionally referred to as isinglass, it is used in the filtering process, helping yeast settle faster. The company announced last week that it will no longer use fish bladders as a new filtration asset will be introduced in 2016. The majority of the agent is filtered out during the brewing process, but there are still traces of the bladder in it in the finished drink. The announcement came after a long-standing campaign from vegans. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Get going to Ireland this winter with Aer Lingus, Ireland's airline. For more details on flights and fares, check out www.airlingus.ca. That's A-E-R-L-I-N-G-U-S dot C-A. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slán go foil.
All right. Oh, look at that. Brilliant. That's nice nice stuff. track there from uh, Conal and Ushin Hernan. Lovely off stuff. Their new CD. Hey, I wanted to mention, um, and I couldn't do this after the, the Belfast ad there, that uh, I was over to see Colin there yesterday. They were. And he told me that himself and his brother have opened a steakhouse, a very high-end oh, steakhouse, right in the same area, in the same plaza where he is. It's called the 17 Steakhouse. I would encourage all of our listeners to go and check out the menu in that place. And um, You were showing me some pictures there now. Well, it I've looks got the aquarium fabulous. going around the place. Yeah. Oh, it's spectacular. We'll and, have to uh, go over there. And needed in that general area yeah um but uh, yeah i know it's a uh, toe-to-toe with the ruth chris steakhouse kind of a place and it's uh, but better best to look completely huh? better yeah oh yeah irish mate maybe maybe we should go over there and have lunch afterwards we should yeah is he yeah. open for lunch wagyu beef for lunch yeah huh? is he open for lunch then we could have a nap afterwards oh, no yeah that's right yeah he's got the lovely couches in the yeah. belfast we could oh, just yeah. snuggle up there perfect it's huh? a perfect flow for an evening isn't oh yeah steak, i like that load of pints afterwards yeah hey we had a in an Email from a fella now out of the woodwork there this week. Huh? Nigel Nestor. Unbelievable. All right, so Nigel Nestor was a, uh, came over here with Kingspan for That's a right. while. He had a little cup of coffee in Toronto before he moved down to... Uh before he moved down to um, America, he's just outside of Washington there. Anyway, he might be listening today, and uh, but it was great to hear. Great to hear from. Him. I hadn't heard from him for about five years. He has five children now living down there. Five of them. I know. I told them that. Oh my lord! Technology is around that can avoid stuff like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> he right. He didn't seem to care too much about it. But good for him. He yeah. reminded us of a few good stories we had. He did. Yeah. He was here. That was a great story. Oh my lord! One of the best ever. Yeah. We'll have to tell that sometime. We'll tell that now, maybe after the next little bit. Yeah, for sure. Good, good, the, good. The uh, All-Ireland Munster Senior Football Championships semi-finals are on tomorrow. Kenny, Nemo Rangers are taking on, from Cork, are taking on Killarney Legion from Kerry. That's at 2 o'clock tomorrow. And um, Clonmel Commercials are taking on St. Joseph's Milltown Malby from Clare in the other semi-final. Oh, Milltown Malby. Good stuff. And up in Ulster, Crossman Glen from Armagh are taking on Kilcoo from Down. And then Trillick take on, uh, from Tyrone take on Scotstown from Monaghan. There's a big game down in uh, down in Munster, uh, which was pushed back from last week, and the Piercig from Limerick are taking on Thurles Sarsfields. Thurles Sarsfields um, uh, had a, uh, a very uh, unfortunate incident happen. Their 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 uh, trainer uh, was uh, was out for a run and was was actually tragically killed oh in a, a car accident, um, I guess. And so they pushed that out to this week. So they're going to be playing with a heavy heart tomorrow against Napiersig in the uh, in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship. And up in Leinster in the hurling on Sunday, uh, Kula from Dublin take on the mighty Clara from Kilkenny. That's at Parnell Park. And then Clonkill from Westmeath, who are apparently a very good hurling outfit these days, are taking on Ullart the Bala from Wexford. So big Brilliant. games going on there. Brilliant. And I see that Connacht survived in uh, a place called Kras. Noyaska in Siberia. Well, I probably murdered that now. <laughs> anyway, that yeah, there dinner. was minus 20 degrees over there and they were playing uh, in their uh, Challenge Cup match yeah, and they won 31-14. Should we go out in t-shirts here in that weather? Ah, of course we do, yeah. But the boys from Connacht now wouldn't be used to it. They had uh, <laughs> blankets and hot water bottles on the subs bench. <laughs> they did. It was great photographs of it. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, well done to those boys. Good stuff. All right. You Another wee track here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is there a theme to the music? You're not playing more Australian songs? No, no more Australian. That We're was done. it now. Yeah. Waltzing Matilda is not lined up I didn't up here. pick that one. No, yeah. no. All right. What did, you, what, did you want to hear it? No. I could get it now I'm before good. we go. I like the Down Under song, actually. Wasn't it bad? One of my favourites. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. No Joe on the show, though, today. So no Joe. and Those uh, three listeners will be very disappointed. Is there anywhere in the city we can get a Vegemite sandwich, do you think? Oh, Lord. I tell you, I tried it down there. What's in it? 
And I know that Con and Cathy O'Connell are heading to Australia because their daughter outbid me at that oh. um, the race day, I think it was, right? <laughs> and they're heading off on a lovely trip to Australia, and I think maybe New Zealand as well. But let me tell you now, Con and Cathy, don't try Vegemite. I'll just save you that. It's awful stuff altogether, <laughs> all right? Awful. All anyway, right. no, this is the uh, next one, I think, is Christy Hennessy and a song called Star. Be a star 
every day the same old scenes, the same old happenings. A hundred miles of shows, and yet no place to go. And when your luck is all run out, you're asked to take a bow. You've just stolen the show, but now you're on your own. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. The Irish Shabine, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub, invites you down to see what the buzz is all about. Our man is Brendan Dolan and his team guarantee an authentic Irish pub experience. Located at 5555 Eggington Avenue West, just west of Ramford Avenue, the Irish Shabine is inspired by tradition. The menu is filled with delicious pub grub. Enjoy the warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. There's even a large patio outside if you're looking for a bit of fresh air. There's a lovely private room called the Centennial. It has a fireplace, a 60-inch flat screen that can be used for meetings. It's a great spot for hosting special events, team or association gatherings. Drop in any time and say hello to Brendan and his friendly bunch or give them a call at 416-695-9178. And don't forget to check out theirishabean.com for the schedule of weekly live entertainment. So off you go to 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Ramfort Avenue. The Irish Shabean, you won't be disappointed. Good stuff. Excellent, yeah. And I suppose the goal will be showing the game mm. again on uh, yeah, yeah. Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Get down there and uh, Bosnia. support the boys in green. Good crowd the down there yesterday. 
Yes, it was. Bunch of lads. In the fog. In the fog. Everyone trying to see it. I think it took us a few minutes to see that goal went in. <laughs> Donnelly <laughs> jumped up in. and he was cheering, so I, I decided I'd jump up. I didn't know what I was cheering for. <laughs> <laughs> a great story, uh, a great story uh, emerged this morning about this fellow. His name is William Murphy. And um, anyway, his son couldn't find him all day. Right. Uh, looking for an hour. He was, his son is not, it was not a it was growing up, right? But anyway, he was watching the nine o'clock news, and he was uh, they 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 focused in on the fans at yeah. the Bosnia game. He, uh, saw he wasn't there, was the he? <laughs> yeah. he uh, got caught. He didn't tell anybody he was going. Uh, he just went down for bread and a newspaper. Oh, they were trying he to never find came him. Back. Trying to find him for the day. They, they didn't go so far as to tell the cops that he was missing. But anyway, they found him on the nine o'clock news, off cheering oh, for Ireland oh in Bosnia. Goodness. Good old Irish fan. Huh? Oh, that's the way Say to do it. Say nothing to anybody. Say just nothing. take off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very good. Excellent. And uh, Sharon had the big 50th. I heard you talking about that yes, uh, last weekend. she did. The big surprise uh, birthday. surprise party, I couldn't talk there? about it on the show last week, but there was a big surprise birthday ah, for her. Ah, deadly. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, she, well showed, up, uh, she showed up uh, not appropriately dressed for, a, ah, God, for a, a social event like that. <laughs> <laughs> My brother set her up. And you know how ladies like to look uh, very, very, oh, yeah. uh, you know, very well dressed for the yeah. big days. Anyway, she wasn't. She was wearing the running shoes and the, <laughs> and the leggings. <laughs> anyway, they wouldn't let her change. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people uh, showed up for it, which is great. Yeah, good stuff. Good. So they had a good night. Good fun. Great crack. Yeah, ah, brilliant. Yeah. Good Sick stuff. heads the next day, I think. But all good. That's the way you do it. The fiftieth in style. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, this next track is a fella from Sligo, of course, Tommy Fleming and Bright Blue Rose. And I want to send it out, actually. I talked to my aunt, uh, Breda Curley, there this morning on the phone because she just having, after having an operation, her kidneys, uh, one okay. of them removed there. So she's doing great and she's on yeah. the mend and I'm delighted to hear it. She sounded fantastic on the phone today. So we'll send this wee track out to her. Lovely. High-skinned across black water Without one submerging Onto the banks of an urban morning That hunger's a first light Much, much more than the mountains Ever do, and she, like a ghost beside me, goes down with the ease of the dove and emerges unlearned and shamed and hard. For she's a perfect creature, natural and every. And I am the geek with the alchemist stone For all of you must discover For all who seem to understand Time and age 
the snow It's always been And so it goes To ponder His death And His life Eternally over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget the widget makes every can of guinness guinness all right folks here we go with the guinness community calendar of events and colleen mulvey is at it for the last time she's uh, at least this month anyway she's doing her release party of her cd Folk and awesome, and it's all taking place actually at a, a different venue. So make sure uh, you don't go to the last one, but go to this one here. It's Finn McCool's Irish Pub and Restaurant, 35 Kingston Road in Ajax. Between 2 and 5, you'll see her do a performance down there at the uh, the Durham Irish Month Jam Session. The Irish Cultural Society of Toronto is having their autumn hooli, and that is taking place tonight, folks. So I hope uh, you've got your tickets. If you don't, you can get in touch with Pat Canavan, 416-206-8670. It's only $20, and Paul Noonan's band will be performing. It's all taking place at the Mount Dennis Legion. 1050 Weston Road in Toronto. And if you've got your thinking cap on, it'll be a good thing because November the 19th is the annual Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce table quiz. That's happening at the Hot House Restaurant. You can register your team at ICCCTO.com. And the Curry folks, they're having their pub night down at the Galway Arms on Saturday, November the 21st. There'll be lots of prizes and crack. 
For information, give Jason Ferreter a call at 647-707-6425 or Jim Curran a call at 416-255-8772. And the Ireland Fund of Canada are having a black tie and boots night and that's taking place on Saturday, November the 28th. You can dust off your boots and hat and kick off the Christmas season. And they'll be having uh, a lot of fun down there. It's all uh, taking place at Boots and Bourbon Saloon, 725 Queen Street East in Toronto at 8 o'clock. And again, that's on November the 28th. Tickets are $40 for individuals, or if you can gather up a group of friends, 10 of you can get in for $350. Saturday, December the 5th, is an open-door Cayley. Everybody's welcome, beginners and advanced alike. It's taking place at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. It's a cash bar. And of course, as usual, they'll be serving Barry's Irish tea and some home-baked treats. There'll be live music, great dancing, which will include, of course, Kaylee's set dancing and even a bit of waltzing. There's free parking and it is TTC accessible. You can give Geraldine a call, 416-440-0601, or uh, give Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. The Irish Cultural Society's annual general meeting is taking place at St. Paul's Basilica on Power and Queen Street there, and that's taking place on Sunday, December the 6th at 2 p.m., and they are encouraging all members to show up. They need a quorum of at least 40, so make sure you uh, you show up on that. And then December 11th, the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce Christmas Party is taking place at P.G. O'Brien's. And, of course, this is always a great night of crack down there, 6 p.m., and it always goes into the wee hours. People singing Christmas songs all night long. For uh, all that information, you can go to our Guinness Community Calendar of Events on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to announce, send us an old email, ken at saturdayirishradio.com, and we'll get it on there for you. There you go. That's it. The community is, uh, community is alive and well. I'm gutted. I'm going to be missing out on the quiz this week. Oh, I can't I make it down. No, I am too. I'm I haven't been it. keeping up to speed on Don't allow me in there. I think Kings I was caught cheating them. once. <laughs> you still lost. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Good yeah, stuff. Hopefully they have a good night down there at the hothouse. Yeah. Andrew Laffey always takes care of everyone down there. Andrew runs job. a good ship down there now. He does, yeah. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Um, who have you got lined up now? Or are you running out of songs? No, no, we have lots uh, of songs. By the way, I'm getting serious feedback on the music today that it's very impressive. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. So you've come back in I've style come back here. in style, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been away good, for Do you think that GPS ages. worked today now for the listeners? Ah, yeah. Thank goodness is right, yeah. Oh, yeah, here's a fella now we all love in this Joe Dolan. No, it's not Joe Dolan, but it's it's another fan favourite, a man from around these towns. And I think, actually, he's performing in Ireland uh, with a whole bunch of people. Maybe it happened already. But it's uh, Colin Wilkinson and a a great song, um, Red Sails in the Sunset. And this music is by Jimmy Kennedy. And uh, he's from a, a little town outside of Oma. And this was inspired by uh, a, a yacht he used to uh, see when he, uh, he moved out to Port Stewart in, uh, in Derry there and would be sitting there on the, on the beach looking out and he'd see this, uh, this yacht out there and it was uh, Kitty of Coleraine and Ooh. it had red sails on it. And he wrote this song and Colm does a great version of it. But Nat King Cole used to sing this song too. Excellent. So there you go. This will be lively now. Get ready for a bit of dancing there in the kitchen now. Was Nat King Cole Irish? No, I don't no, think so, right. no. Carry my love, 
out on the sea Oh, carry my loved one Home safely to me She sailed at the dawn And all day I've been blue Red sails on the sunset I'm trusting in you Make straight for the shore We'll marry tomorrow Deadly stuff. Huh? You have the Irish hopping in their kitchen oh, this morning, Kenny. So, yeah. It's savage. Yeah. People <laughs> around there baking apple pies and scones, and they'll be delighted with themselves, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> ah, good stuff. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to welcome a new fella into town there. Oh, yeah. Huh? Colm McAvinci. Colm McAvinci, yeah. Another Kingspan lad. Yeah, yeah. Nigel's pal. Yeah. Huh? No, Nigel uh, Nigel mentioned that. Um, we tell that he's story. He's somehow away. related to. Uh, 
one of the owners of Kingspan, and, and uh, oh. he could do anything he wants in the company, and oh, he won't right. get fired. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll show one him. of them things, yeah. <laughs> and apparently, he hates when people talk about that stuff. Oh, really? So okay. make sure that whenever so he meets anyone in the Irish community, that the only reason he has a job is because he's, he's related to he's the family that yeah. owns it, yeah. We could test that theory <coughs> then. Will. To see if he'll get fired, right? Yeah. We could get him doing some stuff. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay. or, or tell people he did stuff. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes, so that's right. Uh, we're going to tell that quick story. Yeah, then. yeah. The uh-huh. story was about five or six years ago. We were down yeah. in PJ or uh, um, yeah, yeah PJ O'Brien's, mm. and it was yourself, myself, um, a couple of other lads. Anyway, Kieran Shannon, God rest his soul, was ah, there. God rest him, yeah. Anyway, in comes Pat Junior with um, who was uh, in tow with him, except the actor William Hurt. Yeah, right, that's right. And so we recognised him there immediately, and uh, Pat managed to whisper to us that's William Hurt now with me so he's up sitting at the bar and um, I went up to William Hurt anyway and said um, can we get a photograph and he said uh, he hummed and hawed a little bit and he said yeah well o- okay anyway so he, he made a move to come into the photo with all of us and I pushed him back and said no no I just want you to take a picture of all me and all my pals right <laughs> anyway he said what yeah I just, just want you to take a picture of us I said so you don't want me to be in the picture no no who are you <laughs> And then Pat turned around and said, ah, lad, stop taking the piss there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it was a great story. Ah, and then eventually we just gave him up. He said, of course we want you in the picture, ah, William. Come good. on. And we're having trouble finding that picture. But we'll, one we'll of these days it. we'll come Someone has it. it. Yeah. I did a mad search last night and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Anyway, the hour is up, folks. Very good. Another great show. Well done, Kenny. Welcome back. Thanks, Mark. Good to be back with you. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Desmond. Down there on Badger Bay in Newfoundland. <laughs> and who All are we right, going folks. out with here? Buttons and bows from Sligo. Up, right. you boys. Slime Good luck, Slan. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is